Welcome to the Women Majoring in Marriage podcast with your host, Janice L. Vance. Girl, if you are a married woman that desires not just to have a surviving marriage, you know, the kind that's just on cruise control, but actually want a thriving marriage, you are in the right place. If you are engaged, this show can inspire you to prepare for your marriage before preparing for that expensive wedding day. Oh, and all my single ladies out there that are in their season of waiting on God to send your husband, we've got something for you as well. Girl, marriage is not hard, but it certainly is work. So relax, get your pen and paper, and let us major in marriage. Well, hello, hello, hello to all of my queens, and thank you all so much for continuing to rock with me. If you're new, welcome, and don't be a stranger. I post these videos every second and fourth uh, Wednesday, so join the game where we talk all things marriage. I'm your host, Janice Vance, the founder of the Women Major in Marriage podcast, where we talk about marriage, singleness, finances, children, etc. Uh, you can find these podcasts on Anchor and Spotify. I didn't post the last video because I was hoarse, very hoarse due to COVID. I am very grateful that I'm doing good. I'm thankful that I only had mild symptoms. Now, you um, might notice my voice kind of going in and out. I get a little hoarse in and there. Or you might notice in this episode that I might have to pause to drink some water to kind of get my voice back. But I was determined that I wasn't going to miss this episode. I was determined whatever I was going to have to do. I even recorded the whole video, thought I was recording, went back to set it up and had not hit play and had did all that talking. But I said, no, I'm determined. I am going to get this episode out. In my previous episode, I always promise you all that I will be interviewing guests as God give them to me. Well, I am excited that episode number 11 in two weeks, the fourth Wednesday, I will have my very first guest. And you don't want to miss it. I will post a link on many platforms. Um, I've already been announcing it for the last few days posting on different platforms and I'll post a link when it come out and you just click on it and be able to listen to it. But my guest, my very, very first guest will be none other than my sister, Barbara Gale Carter. You don't want to miss it because I know she has something to say. She, she's, she's gifted in speaking. She has something to say and it will be a blessing to others. And I'm just believing that this is just the beginning of what God is getting ready to do for her. Because I don't know, um, it's a book, it's something he got in her that he wants to get out. And I'm, I'm just believing that this is just the beginning, that she'll step out of her comfort zone, that she'll start before she's ready. You know, sometimes we we try to get everything perfect and everything in line before we do it. Sometimes you just have to 
start and just do it. And I'm just believing God for that. And she will be talking about a powerful subject, um, how the marriage vow unto death do us part. Wow. Until death do us part become a challenge. Well, let us just hop into today's episode number 10. When I talk about the marriage vow, when it's, in, when it's been challenged in sickness and in health, in sickness and in health. As many of you know, I wrote a book on women majoring in marriage. And in that book, um, I go more in details because it's a long testimony. So in this episode, I'll just share some of it. But you'll get all the details in the book in chapter 7 where I talk about this subject. How many know that when we get married and those vows are said, we so happily say I do to without thinking about what we said I do to or never thinking that some of the very things we said I do, we will be challenged with. We, we, we we're so excited. We are so happy, but we're not thinking that one day I might be challenged with some of the very same thing that I happily said I do to. And a lot of us, to be honest, we're so excited. Oh, the, how the wedding is looking. Oh, oh, he looks so good to me. Oh, we're going to live happily ever after. Oh, we're going to had his white picket fence. We're going to have our children. We're going to have all this. We don't think about any of those vows that we said I to, I do to, that we would end up being challenged. All we're thinking about is the good things. We're not thinking about in sickness and in health. We say I do to it. We commit to it, but we really don't think, okay, one day somebody going to really be sick and the other one going to need us or I'm going to have to do this for that person or whatever. Better or worse? Wow. We said I do to that. Better or worse? Worse? You said I do to the worst? You said you was going to be there to the worst? Until death do us part? Wow. What a blessing to stay there until one of you die unto death do your part these are the things that we so happily say i do to not even thinking that we would be challenged well three years ago on august the 4th which i celebrated three-year anniversary a few days ago i went into the hospital to have surgery on a ruptured disc which which would call for a four-day hospital stay and after the four-day hospital stay i will be released to go to a local rehab where i will have to stay 21 days for therapy i had my surgery which was very painful i'm not going to tell anybody that want a painful surgery after that i went into the rehab on august the 9th which yesterday I celebrated three years of going to the rehab to strengthen my neck. Three days later, 
I wake up and I remember specifically because I was feeling very, very good, which I had not been doing. I had been waking up through the night, trying to get comfortable or waking up hurting or trying to make sure my pillow was right. I was waking up through the night every night for something. But this time I wake up and look at the clock and it's almost five o'clock and I'm, oh, I slept all night. Was feeling good. I reached over to um, get me some water out of my water jug, sit on the table. When I reached over, a pain hit me in my chest so hard. I tried to reach the call button to get the nurse, but I couldn't reach it. I could see it, but I didn't reach. I couldn't reach it. I then began to call out for the nurse. A tech or CNA, which they might be the same thing. I know she wasn't an RN. So the CNA came in the room and I asked her to get my nurse because something had happened to my heart. And it was only God because I never felt afraid. I didn't panic. I wasn't nervous. I was just calm. I was so calm. My nurse came in and began taking vitals and giving me meds. I told her, I said, this is not my heart. I do not need any meds. This has nothing to do with my surgery. Something has happened to my heart. I had to insist. That's a long story, but you will read about it in my book. I had to insist that she call my husband and and call 911. After she wouldn't call um, 911. She said she can't call from my phone because I was telling her to get my phone. She said they can't do it from a patient phone. So she went to step out the room to call. I told the tech because she stayed in the room to come close to me because my voice at this time was very weak. I told her, I said, would you tell my family that I died? And it had nothing to do with my surgery, but my heart. I wanted to make sure she got that message out because I knew my husband would be wondering what happened because he had just saw me late the night before because he had stayed up there past visiting time. Because remember, I'm at a rehab now. I'm not at the nursing home. I mean, I'm not at the hospital, so he couldn't spend the night. And they allowed him to stay up there late. I remember it was late when he left. So, and I was doing good. So I knew he was going to be wondering what happened to me. So I told her to make sure she got the message to my husband that I died. And it had nothing to do with my surgery, but it was my heart. I remember this as if it happened today. The tears flowing from that tech eyes. Her face literally was wet. I don't know if she was nervous because here she is stuck in a room with a woman saying she's getting ready to die. Or if she crying because this is sad or this is something she got to relate to my family. But tears was just flowing from her eyes. The next thing I saw was two white curtains meeting together. 
it was just like a stage. If you see a stage and you see a curtain, the curtains close and coming together. The, the curtain was closing in slow motion right before my eyes. I said three times, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. Then I heard a voice in my left ear, which was my husband's voice. And he said, Bay, you can't leave me now. We have work to do. I didn't understand what that meant and really still don't really understand what he was saying because I found out later that my husband never came over to the rehab. So he didn't say that to me. So I don't know if God was allowing me to hear a familiar voice for me to try to hold on to, to strengthen me or what. But I heard my husband. That was the last thing I heard was his voice. My husband said they called him and said, meet the ambulance at the hospital because your wife has coded. He contacted um, my, my two children and they met up at the hospital and I can't even imagine what they had to go through. When I've tried to put myself in their place, I just can't even imagine the pain of not knowing what has happened. And then for it to tell you that someone has coded, you think, oh, this person dead. They're gone. So my heart goes out to them for having my family having to deal with this, sitting in a waiting room, waiting for them to tell them what's going on, for them to come out and say, your wife is on a ventilator and the ventilator is breathing 100% for her. God delivered me from the ventilator. The healing process was long because the nerves in my body had been affected after being on a ventilator. Now talking about when the marriage vows was challenged, my husband probably could tell this story better than me because he was on the other end where he had to do everything for me. Never, ever complain, never ever seemed like he was tired. And I know he had to be mentally and physically tired, but I never saw it. I had no strength to take the top off the toothpaste. I couldn't even take the top off the water bottle. I remember I couldn't even squeeze the water out of my washcloth. I had to use a walker to walk. My husband was there every step of the way. Even when I was in the hospital, remember at this time I'm I'm at the rehab. But when I was at the hospital, when I was at the hospital, they were saying, your husband doing everything. He was doing everything for he was doing everything. He was doing everything for me when I was in the hospital. Then when he came into rehab, they he couldn't spend the night. But he was taking 
care of me. My children, my family, my friends, my pastor, my church member, they were there by my side. They were praying for me when I couldn't pray for myself. I've always heard you better pray, you better pray, and you better pray because you there might be a time that you can't pray for yourself. I really understand that like never before. Praying, praying, and praying. I couldn't pray for myself. Didn't even know I even exist. In marriage, you never know which marriage vow that you happily said yes to that you'll be challenged with. I always tell women to always remember your why for saying I do. Because when you know your why, it will help you to withstand any obstacle. When you know your why for saying why did, why did you say yes when he asked you to marry him? Why? You was in love with him. You Oh, well, things changed. Well, he changed. Well, she changed. A lot of people don't want to don't want to fight. There are a lot of people divorced, separated. They had good intentions of living happily ever after. But when those seasons of challenges came, they they wasn't willing to fight. Marriage That's why I named my book The Marriage Major because in marriage, you're forever majoring because you're you're not the same person and you're not going through the same season or the same challenges. You're different ages. You're five years into marriage, then 10 years. Well, when you're 10 years in marriage, you're not the same person you was five years. Five years, you're not the same person you was the first year. So they're a season and so you're forever, forever changing forever changing. So always remember your why. And remember that marriage is not a contract. It's not a contract. It is a covenant that we make for God. Those vows that we told God yes to, we said yes in sickness and health and for better or for worse. Rich or poor? Oh, forgot about we said yes by rich and poor, right? Until death do a part. All these challenges. We never know when we might be faced with them in marriage. But you got to be willing to put in a time. God healed me and has blessed me to publish my book, my first book. When at one time I couldn't even write my alphabet because of the weakness in my hand. Every day I would practice writing my alphabet and say, this sickness is not unto death. I knew God would heal me, but I didn't know when. For a long time, I kept that notebook. And for some reason, I threw it away because it really, really bothered me. It really brought reality to me as to what I went through. Because if you look at me when I was practicing writing my alphabet, it was as if a little child was scribbling. And each day I would flip the pages and look and I could see progress. And finally I started writing my name. And finally I started getting the strength to write. 
And I give God all the glory because not only did he give me the strength to be able to write, he calls me to write a book that I never desired, never wanted to write a book. I never, it never crossed my mind. I have had people, I have had people, and particularly one of my cousins, her name, Diana Strickland, will always tell me, Jan, when you going to write that book? Jan, it's time for you to write that book. Jan, I'm going to write Oprah and tell Oprah about you. She would say those things. I was like, girl, I'm not, I don't even have nothing to write about. I'm not going to write a book. But God allowed me. He gave me the name of the book. He allowed me to write that book. And if you have that book and you don't know this story, then you haven't read my book. It's in chapter 7. And that let me know that you got my book sitting around collecting dust. Get that book out and read the book. Because I didn't write the book for um, recognition. I didn't write the book for the finances. I wrote the book to be a blessing to people. And sometimes people feel like they have to support you or show you they support you. So they just get the book and throw it somewhere and never pick it up. But if you have that book, get the book and read the book. Get the book and read the book. And if you don't have the book, go to www.janetsfans.com and you can get the book. And I do have books where I personally I personally autograph the book for you and send it to you. Ladies, thank you for rocking with me. And don't forget to tune in for two more weeks. Well, we'll still be talking about those marriage vows. But I do want to tell you, ladies, remember to always try to leave a person better than you found them. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Women Majoring in Marriage podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to like, subscribe, leave a review or comment. You know, all that good stuff that helps other folks like you find the podcast. Please come back every month on the second and fourth Wednesday for new episodes. You can also find Janice on her website, www.janicevance.com, where you can order her book, Women Majoring in Marriage. And for more fun content, be sure to check out our Facebook group at Women Majoring in Their Marriage. Also, if you have any questions or would like to reach out, feel free to send us an email at themarriagemajor at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.